You're listening to the Josh Paul Podcast. Connect with Josh on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or by visiting joshpaul.org. Now, here's Josh. Oh, I believe that he wants to fill us to a greater level. I feel like he wants to fill us to a greater anointing. And you know, uh, I feel like so often we go through highs and lows and highs and lows. And I'm not sure that we have to do that. I'm not sure that it, it has to be like that. I'm not sure that we have to, to, to be like a plane going through turbulence all the time. Up and I'm down and I'm up and I'm down. And I don't know what's going to happen next. I just keep on saying, Lord, fill me up and keep me steady. Fill me up and keep me steady, Lord. Because the journey I have is long. And I want to have energy for the journey. I want to have a no- I want to have love. I want to have everything I need for the journey. Come on, somebody. I want to have what I need for the journey tonight. I want you to turn over in your Bible, sling it open as fast as you can. Sling it open to Ephesians 3 at 14. That's where we're going to start tonight. Come on, you by what you by, you by watching by TV too? You get your Bible out. You're not exempt just because it's going to be across the bottom of the screen. You got to flip open your Bible too. There's something about opening the Bible up and reading the words on the pages and become acquainted with those words and 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 become just falling in love. It says it's a living word and it is a living word. It comes alive every time. Come on, we're going to read in Ephesians three fourteen. It says, "For this reason." And I love this scripture so much. It says, for this reason, I bow my knees to the father of our Lord Jesus Christ, from whom the whole family of heaven and earth is named, that he would grant you, come on somebody, according to his riches and glory, to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. I love when it says strengthened with might. It's not saying he might strengthen you. It's saying he's strengthening with might, with armor, with, with his forbearance, with it, the Bible says infusing inner strength into me. So he says in the inner man that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith that you being what rooted and grounded in love rooted and grounded in love, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and the length and the depth and the height. Come on, to know, to know, to know, not to wonder anymore, not to guess, not to hope so, not to, not to all that, but to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge. That is an oxymoron. How are you gonna know something that passes knowledge? Because the Bible says if you ask for wisdom, ladies and gentlemen, he will give it to you liberally. So we got to ask him, say, Lord, open up the scripture unto me. Make it alive unto me, Lord. Teach me, Lord, what only you can. Have you ever talked to these people in conversation and you're thinking, man, how do you know stuff like that? Or how, what, what, what? How, how do you have this knowledge? It's not that they're book smart. Come on. Some of these people didn't graduate college. Some of them was uh, fifth grade dropouts, but they have something that surpasses all understanding. It's the wisdom of the Lord Jesus Christ. It says to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge that you may be what? Filled. Filled, not emptied, filled with all the fullness of God. Lord, fill me up. Come on, that's my prayer tonight. Fill me up tonight. Fill me up, Lord. Fill me up in this dark and dry world. Fill me up so I can be alive. Fill me up for the fight. Fill me up, Lord. Fill me up. That's what this is saying. To know the love of Christ, which 
passeth knowledge. That means you're going to have to get out of your head right now. Say, get out, get out, get out of my head. God, got to get out of my head right now because I won't be able to understand it. To know the love that passeth understanding to be filled with the fullness, the fullness of God. If we began to understand what that statement meant to me, can you imagine being filled to, to know that you are filled with the fullness of God? Come on, what is the fullness of God? It's everything that we could ever think of and more. We can't even name it all tonight. It, it says it would take the volumes of the earth and all the books to ever write the good works of the Lord and all the things that he done while he was on earth, not to mention salvation itself and how that beautiful plan unrolled like a scroll, just, just so beautiful. May be filled with all the fullness of God. I want you to just be filled tonight with his love. Be filled tonight with his goodness. Be filled tonight with an understanding that God is so in love with you and he is so for you and he is not against you tonight. Man, God is not holding that sin against you anymore. He said, I cast it as far as the east is from the west. Come on, some of y'all are carrying too big a loads. It's time to drop some of it off. I was traveling over the weekend and you know, they, was ta- they came over the intercom on the plane and they was talking about for weight and balance issues. Actually, that while we're still out in the commons area, they said for weight and balance issues, uh, we have too many bags and too many people. Da, da, da. We're actually going to pay some people $600 to go stay in a hotel overnight and you can catch the plane in the morning. I thought, man, is it really worth 600 bucks? And I think they needed like five of them. Do the math. And so weight matters. Weight matters. Why did they have to do that? Why did they have to do that? It was too much weight to get up. It was going to cost too much. Come on, fuel in a jet is expensive. The cost was way too much. And I'm wondering tonight, come on somebody, what is the cost of the weight that you've been carrying around? What has it been costing you? Has it been costing you from getting off the ground? Has it been costing you from soaring? Has it been costing you from reaching the height of anointing or reaching you know, the level with Jesus that you've been wanting to go? How, what's it been costing you tonight? The unforgiveness you've been packing up and stacking up and you got about 10 bags coming through the airport with you. What you been carrying around? Come on, the Lord is saying weight and balance issues. Eh, eh, alert, alert, you're carrying too much. And guess what? Some of them got left behind because of it. Just like when they were going into the promised land, some of them got left behind outside the promised land because of all the junk and the baggage they had been carrying around in their head and all the dancing and the idols and the miscommunication with God and all the, the, the not listening to God when he said do this and not, and they did that. They didn't make it in. They had to go, they, they missed their flight. I don't want to miss my flight. Come on, somebody. I don't want to be the one that, that, that everybody else is looking out their window saying, goodbye, must be fun. I'm, I'm going on to my destination. No, while I'm here on this earth, I want to see God move. I want to see the miraculous. I want to see the Lord healing. I want to see his spirit made manifest and poured out on all flesh. I'm ready to see the good works of the Lord. I am not accepting your $600. I am not going back to my hotel. I am soaring. Take my bags, throw them in the trash can, do whatever you got to do. I'm getting on this flight. Come on, somebody. That's a shouting point right there. It's time to board the flight. It's time to go. Ephesians 
3, 8. This is what it said before what I just read, where it's talking about the knowledge of the Christ, the passes, all understanding of the fullness of God. This is what it says right before that. Down in Ephesians 3, 8, it says, and he's talking about how unqualified he is. He's talking about, listen to this. It says, to me, who am less than the least of all the saints, this grace was given that I should preach among the Gentiles, the unsearchable riches of Christ, and to make all see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which from the beginning of the ages has been hidden in God who created all things through Jesus Christ. Then it goes down and it's talking about being partakers. Come on down in, in 12. It says, Christ Jesus, our Lord, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence through faith in him. Oh, come on. We got to stop right there. In whom we have boldness and access with confidence. Ooh, that's good. Boldness and access with confidence. It doesn't mean that I, that I hold my head down low. It doesn't mean that I, that I walk in and I don't know who I am. It means I walk in with confidence knowing who I am and whose I am. Boldness is access with confidence through faith in him. Therefore, I ask that you do not lose heart at my tribulations for you, which is his glory. Fill me up, Lord. Fill me up tonight. Come on, that we may be filled with the fullness of God. And then it got me thinking, it got me thinking about Galatians 6. And Josh, Josh brought this, Josh Aaron brought this to me this morning over in the office. He was talking about bearing one of those love. And, and, um, and I thought, of, I was just thinking about all these thoughts. You know how your, your, your mind just goes so fast. And I was thinking about how, you know, how God fills us up with his love. And how he fills us up with his goodness. And God expects us to pass that on, doesn't he? Doesn't he expect us to go to the ends of the world? I think that the Bible says, take this gospel and go to the ends of the world. He, he, he puts it down in us so he can get it out to others. And I love this over in Galatians. This is such a, a practical part of this. Um, it says, brethren, if a man is overtaken in any trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such a saint, restore such a one in spirit of gentleness, considering yourself, come on, considering yourself, consider yourself, lest you also be tempted. And I'll go ahead and add by that same thing or something worse in the eyes of the Christian, bear one another's burdens and so fulfill the law of Christ. That's good. What am I saying? What are you, what are you saying, Josh? You can earn salvation by works? Uh-uh, no way, never. You, we can never work our way into heaven. We can never work hard enough to buy a ticket in heaven. What he's saying is bear each other's sin. He says, come on, take it in the corner and do it quietly. Don't take it to Facebook and say, look what this one done. Look what that one done. Can you believe that? Oh, I would never do something like that. While you got skeletons getting ready to fall out of your closet, you got all kinds of stuff, all kinds of mess and all kinds of junk, way worse than what they did, but you're pointing at them because it makes you look better come on i ain't touched i ain't talking to somebody in here tonight somebody out there by tv needs to hear this tonight somebody is it ain't in the room it ain't in the room it ain't in the room i know it ain't because we we get these ideas that if we point at somebody else's sin or if if we point at something else in the world we hide our own but man god sees all god sees the heart and this says if, if any man is overtaken by trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such when it goes back to being filled with the fullness of God because you understand 
that when you have the fullness of God, we're not judging each other. We're not, I'm not judging you because you sin differently than I do. Come on. The Bible says, while you were yet sinners, I came for you. That tells me that he already knew we were going to be sinners. That tells me that he already knew he was going to be getting some messed up people. And so we, we come into church and we act like, oh, I got my suit on. I got my fancy hat on. I got, you know, I walk up with my, my $10,000 shoes on and, and all the rest of it. And, but you have hate in your heart and, and you have, you know, you're putting nails under people's tires, not in the physical, but in the spiritual. Oh, you just love to see them fail and you just love to see them crash and burn. And, and you, you getting on the phone talking about Aunt Betty. Oh, I can't wait till that one flops. I know something about them that if everybody knew they would just, man, can you believe it? Man, and that's what we do to people. And I'm talking about people inside the church. We ain't even talk about people up in who knows elsewhere, but covering, covering our brother. We receive it and then we pass it on. We got to get past that Lord, help me stage. Past that Lord, fill me up. We, we got to finally got filled up. And then we got to go share it with somebody. I was talking with somebody before the service today and they were talking about my Facebook videos and stuff and talking about, um, you know, how much joy. And I was like, you know, I, I, I think you're right. I think that um, I think that is why I have so much joy. It's because I'm continually giving. You can't, A, one, you can't outgive God. B, two, you can't out. There's, some, there's just such a joy in giving to somebody else and seeing somebody else smile and seeing somebody else do good and seeing somebody else succeed. Come on, the world. God wants to push us down. I was telling somebody the other day that, you know what? The only people pushing you down in life, they're not actually pushing you down. They're pulling you down because the people that are kind of, you know, quote, ahead of you or, you know, spiritually, whatever, they're trying to pull you along. They're trying to help you. They're trying to get you up. But the people that are, you know, quote, below you and, and different things where they feel less than you, they're trying to pull you down and beat you down. Somebody needs to know that. You're being pulled down and beat down because these people feel lower than you and they want you to feel their pain with them. And what, what they really want is Galatians 6. I'm going to go out on a line and just embarrass myself for a second. And uh, y'all can judge me if you want to. Uh, you are human too, but I'll just go ahead and tell you this. I was, uh, I was in South Florida this past weekend and I, I'd already told him this at the meeting this morning, so I might as well tell y'all. Here we go, all over America. Go ahead and put this one on YouTube. Uh, so I went to the front desk. Okay, you know how you get an airport um, hotel, and I'm not going to say the name of the property because I do not bash people, but I, I booked it online, and I was paying with points, of course, and uh, so I booked it online, and it said an airport hotel, and I said, oh, good, okay, they're going to have a shuttle, they'll have free breakfast, you know, all the da-da-da-da-da, and so, um, so I got it, I got to the airport, it was, oh my gosh, I had to run back over here to the office, pull stuff out, I was slinging stuff, then I had to drive to my house, I was slinging stuff, I had to pull the trash can down, man, I was running, trying to get my flight, so when I finally landed, Man, I was ready for my ride to go to my hotel and get some sleep. It was late. It was about midnight or so uh, when I finally got there. But it was about, I know this because I screenshot it. It was 1040 p.m. Eastern time. And so the, the, uh, the, the thing said that they would pick you up until midnight. Well, I get a problem when I'm lied to. I just don't like it. I don't like false advertising. I, there's something in me that does not like that. With me, I'm a mess. You get what you get. Here I am. Take me or leave me. 
but I don't like false advertising. I don't like it. And so they told me, well, Josh, you're going to have to get your own ride from the airport. I said, okay, but that's not what your app said. Well, um, I said, so, so, but you're going to be getting it for me, right? You're going to send a taxi or something to come over and get me because I've ran into this before and they'll send a taxi or whatever. Nope, you're going to have to get your own ride tonight. I said, yeah, but that's like $25, $35 in the Uber for a seven-minute ride. And I'm cheap, but I don't want to pay that. I don't like wasting money like that. So I was like, all right, whatever, 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 whatever. So I, I waited around. <laughs> I sat on, down on the bench and I was just steaming. You know how we get over the little things. Come on, somebody. I know y'all. We get mad over the little things. They did me wrong. Can you believe what they did? They lied to me. They do. We get so upset over the smallest little things. Well, okay, whatever. So long story short, I finally got to the hotel. I had to buy something out of the vending machine for dinner because I hadn't had dinner. And um, so I went up to my room and there were pillows at the end of the bed and they had stuff all over them. I don't know what it is. I put them in the corner. I said, I can deal with this. I'm just going to go to sleep and get some. So I woke up and took a shower the next morning. It had stuff all over the towel. And I thought, what is going on with this place? So I thought, you know what? I'm going down to the front desk. I'm going to the front desk. So I marched up to the front desk with a smile on my face as I always have. I said, hello, good morning. Good morning unto you. I said, I just have a really quick question. And the girl was so busy. And I know she was the, the manager of the hotel. And so, uh, trust me, I'm hurrying with this story. It's almost over. So she was, she was busy. She was fumbling around. She was looking at her paper. She was doing room keys. And when I first got there, she was, you know, gabbing with her friend, talking. I was standing there. I know she saw me, but she just kept on talking and laughing. And <laughs> what did you do this weekend? <laughs> and, and all the rest of it. And, and so I was like, okay, hello, right here, standing here, customer, help, hello. And um, so I just waited, you know, I was being patient in love because I'm the Christian, I'm the guy on TV and somebody might snap my picture and you know, there it is, there's all that and and so I just, I was like, oh, okay, all right. And so she finally came over and I was like, um, I just want to ask you about your airport shuttle because I had to get an Uber last night, you know, and it's really not about the money. I mean, I am kind of cheap, but you know, it's, it's not about the money or anything like that. It was 25 or $30. I just wonder if y'all are going to reimburse me for that. Um, she was like, oh, what time did you get in? Da, da, da. She checked my notes. It was after midnight and all this stuff. And so then she kept on, she just kept on, she just kept on moving with all this stuff and have you ever just felt like you were trying to get somebody to hear you and they just wasn't listening? Oh, there's something in me and I don't know if it's pride. I don't know if the Lord is still working on me on something, but there's just a few things that I can't stand in life. And it's when I'm talking, if you're not listening, I need you to put your cell phone down. I need you to look me right in the eye so I know you heard what I said. So finally, out of nowhere, I didn't know what was happening before it happened. I said, you're not even listening to me. And the whole lobby turns. <laughs> and I take a deep breath and she takes a deep breath and we look at each other. And I just went down this deep, dark road that I don't even want to talk about. And I kept on yelling. And I was that customer. Have you ever been somewhere and you're like, dang, what's wrong with him? That was me. Y'all pray for me. I didn't want to do it. <laughs> I didn't even realize it was being done until, but. Get inspired. Order Josh Paul's newest book entitled Closer to the Father. It's a daily prayer devotional and fasting journal. Each day you'll be guided through a prayer that will grow your faith 
and deepen your relationship with God. You'll receive daily motivation to be your best as you journey deeper into prayer. God loves when you pray bold prayers. Get your copy by visiting joshpaul.org or call 1-800-722-8714. Order now. You're just 21 days away from a closer walk with the Father. We let these little things, we let these little things, the the Bible says the little foxes spoil the vine. I had to repent. I had to say, Lord, I'm sorry. I lost my cool. I was mailing. I was yelling. I was probably on the verge of cussing. I don't know. I didn't. But we let these little things, come on somebody, we let the little things get out of hand and we let it keep building and building and building until we just let loose on somebody or we just start yelling at somebody. But the Bible says to cover. Man, I could have covered that girl in in grace. I could have covered her and said, look, I know it's not your fault. You wasn't driving the van last night, but I didn't do it. And I'm still learning and I'm still growing. Aren't we? I hope we are. Come on. Am I the only one in the room? All right, fine. I'll be the only one in the room. We're all learning and we're all on this this voyage. And God help us all. Fill us up. You know what it's about? It's about the investment. And I would say maybe it was at the long, uh, the, the end of a long day. Maybe I hadn't put in my investment. What, what are you talking about? My investment of my time with the Lord, because I fall out of my bed every morning onto my knees. And I say, Lord, without this, without you this day, I cannot do this day. Without you, I cannot do this, nor do I want to do it. Come on, somebody. And so we, we, we put in an investment, John. I recently got into crypto and it's been a lot of fun for me. I don't have a lot of money. And so, but I just put in little bits and little bits and you don't watch it go down and up, but it's an investment. And um, so you put, you put these things in and you're kind of expecting to get a little out. Well, you, you invest by reading the word of God and, and invest in yourself by, you know, getting these scriptures down on the inside of you and, and, and spending time with the Lord. The, the Bible says to go into your prayer closet. And just spend time with him there. And, and you know, that, that should be such an exciting thing. You know how exciting it is to talk to the one who flings stars up into the night sky. And But we, we mosey on in the church. Oh, I don't know if I'm going to go today. It's raining. I don't know. I don't know if I've got it in me. After all he did for you. And you know, well, I know you're tired. I know you're in a bad mood. I've been, I know you've been through it all. But come on, somebody. And make it an investment saying, Lord, I see what you've done for me. And everything I can do in this life is what I can give back to you. It reminded me today of, y'all know this story. Everybody knows this story. Everybody knows the 10 virgins how five were wise and five were foolish. Why were they wise and foolish? Because five made an investment. They made an extra investment. And I'm wondering, just like that plane, there's a cost of taking up when you have to. There's a cost to everything. And I'm just wondering, what's the cost? What is the cost tonight? What's holding you back from the next level? What's holding you from going to the spot in God where he's been calling you? What's holding you back? from starting that Bible study or writing that book or opening that business that's going to fund the kingdom of God. What? I want to know, what is it? What, what, what cost are you willing to do? Because these five, they ran out of oil. 
And I won't read, read, the, read the whole thing, but then it, it gets down here and it says, and the foolish said to the wise, give me some of your oil. They're saying, give me some of what you paid for. Give me some of what you worked for. I'm talking to somebody. You see, people want an anointing. They want a strong teaching. They want to, they want to do this and they want to do that. And they want to copy sermons off the internet and go to preacher.com and all the rest. I don't even know what the rest. But you, you're trying to steal somebody else's anointing when you didn't put the time in and put in the effort. You're saying, give me some of yours. Just give me some of yours. It says, give us some of your oil. For our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, they said, no, it seems so ungracious, doesn't it? It seems so ungracious. No, rather go to those who sell and buy for yourselves. He said, they're saying, go and do what you could have done all along. Go and do what you could. And I'm telling you in advance tonight, do it tonight. Don't do it and wait till, wait till it's coming. Do it tonight because the day is going to come. The, the, at the bottom of it says, afterward, the other virgins came also saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answers and then surely I say to you, I do not know you. And I thought about investment. I thought about it. Y'all are so glad. When I got home, it was like 1, 1 a.m. last night, maybe 1.30. I texted Deborah. I didn't expect her to still be awake. And I was talking about office stuff. But I was, I was downstairs, and I was putting some laundry in, and I really didn't want to do it. Come on, somebody. It was 1 in the, one in the morning. I didn't want to do my laundry. And so, but I was so glad this morning that I woke up and had a pair of uh, halfway clean pants to wear today. Come on. The investment, you're so glad about it later. It doesn't feel good in the natural. It's just like this one time about 10 years ago, I was was quitting smoking cigarettes and I just quit cold turkey. Come on, anybody ever quit smoking cigarettes? That's a hard thing to do. And maybe you don't smoke. Maybe Maybe you eat chocolate too much or maybe you do things. We're doing a thing in the office right now that we're doing only water for three days. We're doing the three day water. And so, but, but we're bringing our flesh and our under subjection. We got to bring ourselves back. Come on church it's time to bring ourselves back you got to invest a little time invest a little uh uh sweat equity i think they call it sweat equity come on we don't want to sweat anymore we just want to lay back in our chairs uh fat on everything else and say lord give it to me give me everything i need give me everything i want you're my genie in a bottle you're my sugar daddy no he is not he is god almighty and he is to be worshiped and he is to be praised and who are we to sit around and wait Brothers, man, he is worthy to be praised. Investing is preparing. He's preparing. It says, watch therefore, for you know neither the day or the hour which the Son of Man is coming. Just like over in 2514, he's talking about the man with the talents. He, he gave him talents before he went over to the country. Y'all know the story. Y'all know all these. You know, and, and they, they went and invested in one, doubled it. He doubled this amount. and they did. He got to the last one. He said, you, you robber, you should have at least went and got it and put it in the bank and invested it and got the interest off of it. And I ask myself this all the time. Could somebody walk up in here and do more with what I have than what I'm doing? Could somebody walk up into your life and do more with what you have access to, the friends that you have access to, the, the financials you have access to, or the, the, the whatever it is that you have access to, your knowledge, your wisdom? Could somebody walk up into your life 
and do it differently than you? Could they do it better with you, with what you have? Could they walk up into your life and do 30, 60, 100 times what you're doing? I ask myself that all the time because I want to go to the max. I am dramatic. Yes, I know that. I am probably one of the most dramatic people I know, but I think it's turned out good for me. It's okay because you know what? When everybody else is pushing the brake, I'm pushing the gas and I'm going. And they made fun of me at first. They said, oh, you'll never make it. That's a stupid idea. You, you ain't, you're going to crash and burn. You, nobody can do that. That's, that's impossible. What you're doing is impossible and, and all this stuff. But you know what? I'm still here and you're still here and God has got you in the palm of his hand over in Matthew 26 and 6. I want you to listen to this. While Jesus, he was in Bethany in the home of Simon the leper. Jesus hung out with lepers. A woman came to him with an alabaster jar, a very expensive perfume, which she poured on his head as he was reclining at table. And when the disciples saw it, when the disciples saw it, they were indignant. Indignant. Why this waste? Can you imagine the disciples saying, you're pouring this on the feet of Jesus, and they called it a waste. And I wonder if we would be real with ourselves tonight. If sometimes we sit at home or, or we, you know, we, we sit this one out because we feel that it's a waste of our energy or our time or our resources or this or that. The disciples called it a waste. And you know what Jesus said? Well, they said this perfume could have been sold at a high price and the money given to the poor. And Jesus, aware of this, said to them, why are you bothering this woman? Why are you bothering her? Why are you saying these things to her? Why are you up in this woman's business? If this lady wants to give me something, why are you bothering her? What's the problem? There's so much jealousy and there's so much hating on everybody else and there's so much judging what everybody else is doing. Keep your eyes on your own paper and you won't have to worry about it. He said, why are you bothering this woman? She has done a beautiful thing to me. The poor you'll always have with you, but, but you will not always have me. And when she poured this perfume on my body, she did it to prepare me for burial. She knew something in her heart they didn't know. She was led by the Spirit to pour something out at the feet of Jesus. She knew, so she was in on something that they, the, the people that spent all the time with him in physical didn't know spiritually. Come on, I'm talking to somebody. You get, uh, you get information, you get downloads when you come to places like this on a Monday night. This ain't no Sunday morning. So you chose to come out here tonight. You get a download. Maybe you didn't hear a word I said, but God spoke to you. You get a download, you get spiritual information that even the elite don't get. And then what do you do with it? You end up at the feet of Jesus, pouring it all out. Because when you really get a glimpse of him, you go all in. You lose your mind, literally, and you get the mind of Christ. Come on, somebody. You lose your mind and go all in. Listen to this. She, he, Jesus said, truly, I tell you, wherever this gospel is preached throughout the world, anywhere in the world, all over the world, everywhere, all over the world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. 
Jesus was saying, take that. I love it. Jesus. He was like, take that. Here's what I'm going to do for that. She was remembered for what other people made fun of her for doing. They thought she was crazy. Come on, anybody can relate. I know I can. I know I can. I know when I was taught, we were having meetings, Andrew, me and you and two or three or four or five others when, when we got started here in John back in 2012, you was there. And uh, I was having these little meetings and I was throwing out these little nuggets of these, these crazy big thoughts that I, I said, I know there's going to be 18 wheelers and I can see us touching the nations. And I know there's going to be a broadcast on TV and I, I can see all these things. And I know I ain't got two pennies to rub together right now. And I know what I'm telling you sounds crazy I know it I know in the natural it don't look right and you know there was people that sat at my table that made fun of me those people no longer sit at my table because I surround myself with love and I surround myself with support and you've got to surround yourself with the same because they are out there to chip away at you and because listen to me somebody listen to me right now just because it's too big for them doesn't mean it's too big for you just because it is too scary for them to get in the car and move to North Carolina from Kentucky doesn't mean it's too big for just because it is too big for them doesn't mean it's too big for you you better get in your rocket ship and blast on off, baby. Turn to your neighbor and say, blast on off. Blast off and blast them out of the way while you're out of it. While you're out of it. <laughs> while you're at it. She made an investment. You never go wrong making an investment in Jesus. Never, ever. Don't worry. This is not where I take up an offering. You can't go wrong investing in the things of God and getting out that Bible. You know what I love to do? I love this and I'm not bragging on myself, trust me, but I love, I love being kind of sneaky and doing really nice things for people that they don't expect. I love that. You know why? Because it puts a smile on their face and there is so much joy in that. John, I see you doing that. I see you do that to people. I, I love seeing people sneaking around, like in the best way, you know, like sneaking, sneaking around and doing, doing this really nice for spreading the love of gospel. Over in Galatians 6, it's saying, covering a multitude of sins. Yeah, I know where you've been. I know what you did. I know what drugs you was on. I know what hotel you was doing it all up in. I know all of it. I know what they said about you in the newspaper. I've seen all the posts on Facebook, Jesus said, but I choose to love you anyway. And that's the kind of love I want to have for people. That's the kind of love. Yeah, Yes, I know your story and I love you anyway because that's what Jesus does for us he knows our story the whole story the one you ain't even told nobody come on you are an ocean of secrets that a lot of people have no idea what you are capable of but you know look back just a few days but God says I look at you that's not what I see. That's not what I see at all. I don't see your past. I don't see your mistakes. I don't see your failures. You know what I see when I look at you? The blood of Jesus. I see the blood of Jesus. It's hard to see all those mistakes and all those mess ups through that thick blood of Jesus. I'm covered in the blood of Jesus. And so back to Ephesians 3, 19, it says, to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge it, it doesn't make any sense to know 
the love of Christ, which passes all understanding that you may be filled with the goodness of God. You take a verse like John three sixteen. it says, for he so loved the world that he gave his only, come on, he gave his only, his only begotten son that whosoever believeth on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God invested in us. He invested Jesus Christ in us. He invested, come on, the, the fruit of the spirit in us. He put those seeds in us, but it's up to us to water and to cultivate. I was talking to somebody in my office today. I was telling them, listen to me. You, you, need, you just need to listen to me right now. You get to choose how far you go. You get to choose the things you, you get to choose if you're gonna pick yourself up off the floor and keep going or if you lay here and die. You get to choose, choose this day life. Choose life. He's saying if you, the, the Bible even says if you don't know what to choose, I'll tell you, choose life. So I'm telling you today, if you don't know what to do, if you're thinking about going down a dark road, if you're thinking about throwing it all away, if you're thinking about suicide tonight, somebody out there, I don't know who's watching this and where, but don't you dare do it. You know why you're being fought so hard? Because the devil stinking hates you because he hates the shine that is coming off of the future of you that is so bright. The devil can't even put sunglasses on to keep the shine down. Come on. He sees your future. He knows you're going to touch me. He knows that your story is going to change lives. And that's why he wants you dead. That's why he wants you out of your mind drunk. That's why he wants you on drugs. Oh my gosh. That is why he wants to steal your life. But I tell you what, God wants to come and give you life and life in abundance. And he wants to restore to you the years that the locust came and the canker worm came and the palmer worm came. And he can do that. He can do that tonight. God's got you. I need you to know that. God has got you tonight. I don't know where you're watching from tonight, but God has got you. And if you need prayer for anything, call the number at the bottom of the screen. It's 1-800-722-8714. Man, we will pray with you. I might even be the one to answer the phone, but God is so good and he is so loving and he has such an amazing future for you. I like to tell people this, the adventure that I'm on with God I didn't even know it existed. Little did I know I'd be standing here in little old Wilkes County tonight with a big old smile on my face because back in those days, I wasn't smiling as much. I wasn't smiling hardly at all. Maybe that's why I smile so much now. I'm making up, devil, for the time that was stole from me. So cheese, take that because I'm actually happy now. And it, I, it's not a feeling that I have. It's a knowing that I have deep down on the inside of me. I don't have to feel happy to be joyful. There's a difference, Christian church. We need to know this. And I, I'm almost done tonight. We need to know that there is a difference between, oh, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm floating around, I'm happy, than having a joy that when all hell breaks loose and the devil sends his demons against you, that I can wake up in the morning and have hope anyway through the storm through the rain when the lightning the 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 thunder and the lightning begin to strike all around me i have a hope that surpasses all understanding and i may not be smiling but i've got a peace and a comfort on the inside that you can't take away anymore devil 
because I've got what Matthew was talking about. The fulfillment of fill me up. Say, God, fill me up. Fill me up, Jesus. Fill me up, Lord. Fill me up, Lord. Fill me up with your wisdom. Fill me up with your your design of how this life is supposed to be. Fill me up with knowledge, God. Fill me up with your anointing. Fill me up with your spirit. Fill me, God. Fill my life all around me. Surround me. Surround me. Hover your presence all over me, all day, moment by moment by moment. God, I need you more every minute. Because if you don't lead me and guide me and direct me, I'm going to mess this whole thing up. So I need you, Lord. I need you to fill me tonight, God. Come on, can we just say, fill me, Lord. Fill me, Lord. Fill me, God, where I've been depleted. Lord, make a, 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 make rain fall in a desert place tonight. Make a way where there seems to be no way in our situation, Lord. Heal our families, Father. Bring it back together as only you can. Protect us, Lord. We thank you that no weapon formed against us shall be able to prosper. We thank you, Lord, that we're being held in the palm of the hand of God Almighty. And nothing, not height, nor depth, nor seas, nor oceans, nor any weapon can pluck me out of his hand tonight. Well, I hope this podcast is a blessing to you. Make sure you subscribe and share it with a friend who needs a blessing. Be sure to sign up for our email list too. We give away free gear and products and you'll be the first one to hear about the latest episodes and all the latest news. Till next time, pray big prayers and watch God move. Have a blessed day.